Welcome to Success Unlimited with America's success thought leaders, Tim and Tom Simmons. This podcast is dedicated to exploring the journeys of thought leaders, business leaders, authors, speakers, podcasters, and various individuals' journeys to success and the challenges they had to overcome along the way. We are very thankful that you decided to listen in to our podcast. Like and subscribe to Success Unlimited's podcasts and socials to receive updates when new episodes are released. Do you have an idea of who you'd like to hear? Let us know by commenting on our socials or by emailing info at mymentorhq.co. Now, we hope you enjoy this episode of Success Unlimited. Welcome to Success Unlimited. Uh, this podcast focuses on the guest journey, the, the uh, challenges, how they've overcome the challenges, how they define success, what success uh, they've had, and what's beyond. So today, with us, we have a, we're honored to have Anthony uh, Perez with us. He's an entrepreneur, a Navy veteran. Uh, he's, uh, he's a TEDx speaker, a corporate trainer, entrepreneur, community leader, and most recently, an author. Uh, author of the book titled Professional Durability, Withstanding the Storm of Change. Anthony, welcome. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. Um, why don't you kind of give us a backstory and, and, and kind of expound on who you are and uh, how you came to be here today? Uh, sure. Well, first off, Tim, Tom, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's an honor to be on Success Unlimited. Um, yeah, I really like the concept behind the uh, the podcast and what your, what your work that you're doing. So, uh, a little bit about me. You kind of mentioned it. Thank you know, you. Uh, uh, I was a kid that uh, joined the Navy because uh, 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 my mom was in a bad relationship, and you know, I was kind of like, I don't want to hang around. I was kind of at a crossroads, a little lost. College wasn't working out for me, and I didn't want to work construction in Chicago in the winter anymore. Right. So, um, yeah, right. did the Navy thing, <laughs> did the Navy thing, learned a lot about myself, uh, got into financial service. I did 10 years in the Navy. I did about 10, 12 years in financial services, learned a lot more about myself, about how to be a great father, a great business person, coach, community leader. I learned about entrepreneurship, you know, all the things, uh, trial and error. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Right. And, um, I was very successful, did really well. Uh, we adopted our son in Florida. Uh, my wife and I moved back to Chicago and uh, I pivoted again. The market crashed. I was burnt out, started success as a language, uh, consulting and speaking and started teaching people about this new thing that I found uh, that just made too much sense to me, uh, emotional intelligence. And I started working with schools, uh, with students, parents and staff to be in the law enforcement hospitality of work with yeah. professional athletes uh oh, very cool. that's awesome yeah and then i uh we moved out to colorado springs and i've done a lot of community work like like uh you mentioned i've had uh i started four startups <laughs> uh, one's enough but you started four <laughs> yeah um i you know you the work is, huh? <laughs> a great work that work Great work ethic, yeah. Well, Sorry. you know, I learned a lot more about myself. Uh, I learned, you know, it's very important about when to display and delay your emotions. Um, um, there you go. <laughs> uh, 
you know, everything that I learned and I used to teach and I still teach, you know, I, I had to use it every day. You know, you got 95 employees, different, different needs, wants, values, right. Right. You gotta, Mm. you gotta try to keep the, keep them going. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I reside in Colorado Springs. Um, you mentioned I've done a Ted talk on servant leadership. That was, that was just a high point. That was amazing. Uh, and I just finished my book during the pandemic. Um, and, uh, like you mentioned, it, it just came out. It's, you can find it on Amazon. We're really excited about it. And, uh, you know, that's an accomplishment, man. I don't know. So a couple questions here for you. Let me, uh, I have so many questions for you. I want to get into it. Yeah. Uh, So, so how do you define success? You've, you've had from uh, the military to four businesses to author to TEDx, a lot to cover, but what are some, some goals you've had or when, how do you define success? What, what, what speaks to you? Yeah, that's a great question, Tom. Um, You know, we we all know everyone's got their different views of what success is. For me, right. I you know, because of all the backgrounds, right? There was a time in the Navy. I always said I won't get out till I know what I want to do. Right? I'm going to stay here till I find something that right. I wasn't feeling fulfilled in the Navy. I got disillusioned. I found a better opportunity. I ran that play until I got mm, this isn't doing it for me, and I had to figure out what is doing it for me. And when I started speaking and training and working with youth and working with people that don't get leadership training, don't co- have people come in and teach them and really coach. And I found out that I'm pretty good at it. I'm really good at connecting, but more importantly, like we were talking about, it's better to give than to get to receive. Right. Right. I found where I felt fulfilled was when I was giving a different perspective, knowledge, educating people, helping them open up their mind to new ideas and how they can improve their personal and professional mm-hmm. life. That's the reward to me. And I felt fulfilled. Success to me, for me, for Anthony Perez, is being in a place where I, every day I feel fulfilled, that I'm doing my God-given talent, right? I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And um, I feel that when you are in a place where every day you're, you're giving and you're doing things that make you feel fulfilled, everything else falls in place, man. Right? right. Everything else falls in place. That's awesome. So when have you, do you feel like have you had instances that you've looked back and said, hey, I've been successful here. I feel like I've, I've arrived because uh, that's the elusive feeling that everyone chases. But no one has ever seemed no one ever seems to catch it. Have you ever caught that? You know, it's like uh, you said you saw my TED Talk. You know, I talked about how like. It was awesome. <laughs> well, I don't know about Thank you. That's kind. But um, um, there's a part where I talk about where we've all experienced perfection for a moment. Right. You know, the perfect catch, the perfect whatever, you know, the per- you singing in the shower and, you know, you hit the harmony in a note just the right way. But we it's hard to. Um, it's hard to like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, consistently just hold right. on to that. You, right. you get glimpses, flashes, cool. right? You, yeah. yeah, there's been those times, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a TED talk. There was a moment where, you know, you, you know, when you go give a keynote for 45 minutes or a training, a corporate training or something, you know, when they're like, you got 15 minutes, 
you need to connect, get your message across. You don't have time to for the setup, right? It's not right. Right. Um, you know, we're all we're always our worst critics. I think at the time, you know that that that's something where I could hang my hat on. Um, we adopted our son, and the way it went was I was in Miami doing business. My wife is a labor and delivery nurse. She actually delivered our son. Uh, oh. the was late. We were in the adoption process and she's basically like, Hey, can you make it up here? Because we're, we're bringing him home. <laughs> and one of my greatest successes, my son's in college. He's my best buddy. Um, That's awesome. going from there, there is no, okay. I got nine months to figure out and read a book and get stuff. We didn't have a crib. We didn't like, I was not mentally prepared to be this father. Mm. And I think one of my greatest successes definitely is that he came to us at the right time where Anthony was prepared mentally, mature, mature wise, you know, that's awesome. you know, yeah, the book. Yeah. I, we always have those little wins, but I think yeah. um, raising my son and seeing who he has become uh, watching him, especially the last two years, it, it you know, and you, that's something where you go, I did that. I did that, you know, so. Shaping someone else's life. Talking about giving, right? I mean, to raise yeah. to raise a child. That's awesome. And, you know, with, you know, with your, with your wife and is, that's giving. <laughs> um, and, and, but the good thing is there's a lot coming back to you, right? There's so much, so much that comes there. So, yeah, it's. That's success. That's right. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Um, I, I love that. Absolutely love it. I, and that re that resonates as I have two two kids and they're uh, they're growing. Uh, still, <laughs> still have those parenting moments, but still have those moments that is just. You know, <laughs> I know the feeling. You know, it's like when uh, my my son uh, took a uh, helped an elderly person with their chair from their car to to the soccer side of the soccer field. So he could she could watch uh, her grandson play and uh he volunteered to do that without any asking it's like proud of you that, that, that's good you know did, did something right there so I, you, uh, I um i got these little presisms right my employees and it's up there in my book that's what i call them like i never abandoned my expectations right um i was very hard on my mm -hmm. son to the point where my my wife's like, you got to take the foot off the gas, okay? Like, seriously, okay? I go, I want him to be an asset in the right. world, not a liability. I deal with this nonsense and people just, you know, you know, people business, it's reward and disappointment, right? Like, like that's it, right? How do you, you got to figure out which one you want. Right. And yeah. um, so I used to be on him and just, you know, and this, let me explain why, buddy, you got to get out there. You know what? You got to just, you know, you know, you know. And he got his first job, you guys. And I remember he's like, hey, can we go have lunch? And I'm like, yeah, how's it going? He goes, hey, I want to just, first off, I want to say, I'm sorry and thank you. <laughs> I go, what? Okay. What? I love and it. And he goes, oh my he's God. Like, yeah, he's like 15 <laughs> or 16. He's like, I understand now, Poppy. I go, well, what do you understand, bud? He's like, um, why you're so hard on me? I got people that are not doing their job. I, I, you know, they're, they're, they're doing this and I'm stepping up. And I'm, I'm, you know, and I get it, man. I, I understand that. I get it. You know, 
like that giving that was the reward like the like awesome. yeah he goes i get it thank you so that one I just of those moments that you just happen to yeah, capture right. one of those you know those that mountaintop view there that's awesome so <laughs> right. your, your tedx talk uh, that has always intrigued me how do you prepare the what what are your thoughts going into that how do you how do you how are you invited to give a tedx talk i mean that, that's huge so i i'm just going to tell you you know i i'm a guy of faith um recently i've kind of awesome. found out I, I was humbled sometimes when you kind of think that you got it all figured out <laughs> the lord has a special way reminding you yes he does that's right um all my workshops my talks um even when i had to give a a eulogy to from my my ex-wife's mother-in-law right and for my grandfather i always just kind of put it up like i'm gonna put it out there you know bring me something and it's always just and i um the theme was the future of the future and I was just watching everything. And like, like I say in the talk, you know, people are so quick to get in that, drop an F-bomb every other word, but no, uh, you know, no, no, please or thank you. Right. Right. They're quick to jump in front of you instead of holding the door. Right. People just, you know, and social media has just created this. And I just was like in my heart, you know, I was like, okay, what? what? And I just, it, it just kind of just the idea of servant leadership. And then I just kind of put the message together. It just came together. And how I got there, this is an interesting story. And, you know, I'll tell you, you know, success unlimited, right? So uh, one, I had a a friend, he was a father at the school. We didn't see each other. He put in for a TED talk and they said, no, thank you. But he said, hey, Anthony, I know you speak. They're doing a TED talk. You should do something. He actually recorded the demo video for me. So, you know, really cool, right? So I make the cut 80 people. They cut it down to like, I think it was like 18 people. You know, they come in, you do an audition in front of the board or or the people, right? Right. I was the last one, you guys. (laughs) I mean, there were CEOs, PhDs, all these people with letters and titles, and they've all done stuff. Okay. Like at that time, Anthony really didn't do much at that time. I just got to Colorado. And I gave the talk and, you know, they're like, you're in. Okay. You do a little party after TED Talks, right? You know, hey, you know, they'll get together. They go, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Sure. They're like, we're going to tell you something because I think you could you could handle it. I go, okay, what are you going to tell me? They're like, hey, man, we had 12 speakers. We invited 18 to come in and audition. I go, yeah, you were the last one. Yeah. We already made, we already made up our mind. Like we already knew our 12 speakers. We just let you go ahead and speak out of professional courtesy. I said, hmm. He goes, but you gave your message in the way you delivered it. And it was so, we we bumped somebody because we knew we had a half. That's awesome. And I'm like, you know, give praise to God, you know, but I was supposed to, you know, be like, that's what you're supposed to be doing in life. That's why that opportunity came to you. If you look at every turn, how I got to that TED talk, and now it's a blessing to people because so many people are like, "Man, I cited I cited that for my my doctorate. I used that. I found it in an article. Some CEO wrote an article, the top five servant leaders in history. Oh my like God, Nelson Mandela, King, like all these people, and 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 I look, and it's my TED talk 
it's a whole article and then my TED talk in there supporting and I was just talking about being humble. Right. Yeah. So I, I love I love the topic of servant leadership. It's uh, it's a, a dying uh, coming. You hear about it less and less and it's and, and more egos, uh, the social media personalities come out and it's all about me, me, me in today's world. And it's, it's becoming less and less about others, less and less about let me lead my organization, whether it be a not-for-profit, a business, church, whatever. It's becoming less and less about a, a servant leadership. And servant leadership isn't portraying weakness. It's leading by example. Oh, if anybody knows me, they're going to tell you, Hey, I, you know, I'm from Chicago. My girlfriend gets, sometimes she gets upset. She's like, you know, you get, you get that whole Chicago thing, you know, like you're a little edgy. You get a little, you know, you, I can't, I can't handle stupidity. I get frustrated with people. Like they don't meet my expectations. They disappoint me. I'm like, like what, what? Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not weak in any way, shape or form. And you're right. It's about, you, you got to exemplify what you want. You got to. In, in that TED talk, and I use it in the book, and every every talk that I give, I open up with the Vince Lombardi quote, individual commitment to a group effort. I got the plaque right here from my stepdad. Uh, individual commitment to a group effort, that's what makes a teamwork, an organization. A, that's mm -hmm. a call to action, a servant leadership, right? As a leader, it's my job to daily, every day, reevaluate my individual commitment to the people that I support and serve every day. And it's my and one of those individual commitments is to hold myself accountable to the things that I say are important. And to your point, people don't do that. They just, you know, hey, I, you know, I'm going to hold you accountable on Monday and then I get busy. and It's not really that important. I'm only doing it because I got nothing going on. And they just it's just it's inconsistent um, acts, mm -hmm. you know, and um, no, it. You know, servant leadership is very, it's, it take, it's hard. It it's is. hard. But you can't be a leader no. unless you know how to serve. So, you know. You, you, you made a statement there that, that it, it seems like it's less and less where people are. Talk about the Chicago thing, or if you're in New York City, it's maybe it's the Brooklyn thing or whatever, but it's, um, it, it's hard to do something that, at least regularly, that's just not there. It, and so, right. um, you and and if if you know, if somebody is a person that that they struggle with with, with preferring someone else before themselves, and that's kind of servant leadership thing, right? And it's you really have to develop that and, and work at that. It's let that become. And let that depict who you want to be, um, and it's, it's it's something that, that can be talked about today. You mentioned something earlier. Success is a language. Yeah, right. Love that. That's good. And yeah, words, words. You know the old saying: "Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will <laughs> will never hurt me." Which we know it's a it's a terrible fallacy. Um, and you know sticks and bones hurt and so do words right All but right. but really what we say and how we say it um sounds like you have some really good background in that you you care about what you say 
and who you say you it know, to. Yeah, I, 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 you, you're right. It's, it's how you deliver. Mm. You know, it's it's taking the time, and it's not just here. It's from here. You know, success is a language, and I'd share people with people like, well, what does that mean? I go, well, one, you know that math is a universal language. Right. Hmm. You don't have right. to speak the same languages. You could throw people in the world that can't c- communicate because they know different languages, but they could figure out that formula. Right. It's a universal language. Well, and I said, well, so is success. Have you ever seen hmm. a couple of people never meet each other and they instantly connect because they read the same books? Right. They they, they have the same principles. They they just could naturally yeah. draw to each other because they know that language of success. They They've been through the ups and downs. They've been through the storm, um, you know. And I, I got that because there was a one of my mentors when I was in financial services, Jim Penn, out of New Jersey. He used to always say that. And when I started my business, I'm like, I like that, and that's what I named it because it made you know success is it's a language, you know. So, so, if, so, the I want I have a question. I want to talk about the book and get into the book a little bit, but sure, success being a language. How does some somebody understand or how do they begin to learn the language? What are some some key points that will help somebody along that along that path? Well, you know, that's that's what I when I discovered emotional intelligence, it it was kind of like duh to me. Right? I mm. like I realized I just had a very high, well, they say EQ, EI, right? I just had a natural, I didn't realize it. I just thought everybody had a high self-awareness and that they observed right. things and looked inward um, to evaluate, you know, what? why am I feeling this way? Or, or hey, I really mm-hmm. miserably failed at this situation. I don't like that. I don't like how That's I showed cool. up. I don't like yeah. the outcome. What do I need to do better? What do I need to do differently? I was just naturally like, hey, this didn't work and would, you know, kind of reflect. I, I thought everybody did that. <laughs> I found out not. Uh, to answer your question, and, and going back to servant leadership, Tim, you know, how, how do you become, how do you win in servant leadership? And how do you win in, in, in learning how to become, learn the language of success? You got to increase your emotional intelligence, right? If, if, if you've, you right. can read all the books in the world. You can, you can right. have all the certifications in the world. If yeah. you lack self-awareness and self-management, if you walk around and you're you're a jerk to people and you don't realize it. I was just talking to somebody right now. I go, your, your partner has no right being arrogant to anybody. There's no reason for it. No one likes them and you're trying to open up a business with them. That, that, that's a work. You know? So if you lack self-managed, self-awareness and self-management and you don't understand social awareness of what's going on on the other side of the table, you're going to struggle to consistently success. You're be a leader. You, you understand how to get the best out of yourself, let alone how to get the best out of other people. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, you know, what, what's the, uh, it, and I'll kind of go down something that, that speaks to, to me a lot. And, and uh, there is a, in in the, in the good book it talks about the little fox spoils the vine but but the converse of that is it's it's those little things that you do um regularly that becomes a body of work right and and it's 
Zig Ziglar says you don't you don't have to be great uh, to start, but you got to start to be great. And and so at some point you got to start buying into you talk about the emotional intelligence thing, right? It really caring about caring about others in and so you inwardly reflect. Uh, but but it's it's those little small things and 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 you know sometimes we we mess up and we're like man I I didn't I think I said something that may have offended that, that guy or that gal you know and 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 you want to put a stick in the mud and stop and, and go back and and fix it you know you got to care about that um, yeah yeah it's success so you just wrote a book um, it just came out. Can you go say a high level overview of what it is? Good. Because uh, writing a book, we have a book out. It is a it is a labor of love. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It, it is right. And then you know what happened was when you're running four businesses and consulting and being a parent and doing community work and all that. You know, at the end of the day, you don't feel like writing uh, four or five pages. And it went on the shelf for. It took me like four years to write. I mean, the upside out of the pandemic was that I got write the book (laughs) (laughs) you know uh tom the book so the premise of the book okay the idea of professional durability came to me by the way uh, i I like the size of it too oh thank you it looks like Uh, a substantial nice love it i i designed the cover thank you very little yeah um Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, the idea was I was thinking about athletes, right? Um, Yeah. There's the one quarterback that was with the Rams from uh, won the Heisman and he blew out both knees. He like he couldn't play. Nope. Guy's good when he's good, right? And I was like, why are some athletes, you know, achieve success and they're in the Hall of Fame and you wear their jerseys and some, you know, they don't. And or more importantly, why these guys that get fifty million dollars and then they they fade away? And it's not because. Of their athletic ability they could play and run and all that stuff it's their athletic durability and so i was like if that's true which i think it is uh, how does that translate in our personal professional life well we all have professional ability hey we're on a zoom we know how to do emails we could you know we know how to do things to exist professionally to get a paycheck but how do some people achieve levels of success and, 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 and achieve that success, whatever that is, like we discussed right. earlier? Because it's, it's how professionally durable are you that when you're overwhelmed, when stress, a pandemic, your company got bought out, you got to close down your business, you got to pivot, you've got all this going on. Now, how do you perform? Right. Right. Anybody can throw a great pass, a crossing route that runs to a touchdown when it's you and your wide receiver, right? But when it's snowing and it's raining and you've got people running after you and the pocket collapses, now how are you going to show up, right? That that's what that's what matters, right? And so the book is really my journey because people just always ask me like, how'd you do that? Like, how did you get the mayor of Denver to come down to the Springs to give a talk? Uh, got an elevator and asked him. Okay, but how did you do that? Like you said, Tim, over years, I've just, I've learned how to literally have an elevator speech, right? Like, literally, he's like, 
get in the elevator. Let's talk. Um, so people always ask, well, how did you start this business? How did you do this? How did you do this? What? How, how do you get these opportunities? Like, it, I go, well, you know, it's not by accident. Like, it, I make it look simple, right? That's what, what experts do. We make it look simple, but it's been years and years of work and lessons learned. And right. that's what this book is about. It's really my journey cool. in different things. Hey, I was in the Navy and I pivoted and this is what I learned. And you know what? Every time I make a change, I look at how was I showing up? What did I want to, what do I want to change? How do I want to get better? Right. I learned like in high school, when I went right. to high school, went from junior high to high school, most of my junior high class went to another school. It was like six of us went to the high school I went to. Okay. And I didn't like how Anthony was showing up at that time. Or I was like, how do I do better? Like, how, you know what I mean? You get this opportunity to kind of like, okay, what was working? What's not working? I'm moving to a new place. I got a new job. What do I need to work? I got to be more direct. I need to be more assertive. I need to be more compassionate. I need to be more vulnerable, whatever that is. Right. So like, you know, some of the chapters are, um, you talked about betting on yourself. I did what bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. Belief comes before buy-in, right? When I went out on my own about emotional intelligence, it made sense to me. But I had to go talk to people that were decision makers at high levels. And when they said, the way you're explaining it makes sense to me, I'm on board. Then I could start building belief in myself and what I'm doing because now I was creating buy-in from other people, which then gave me more belief and confidence that I could buy in to my program, right? Um, you know, uh, yeah, so it's really a journey. I talk about, um, perspective, discovering superpowers and not in a traditional sense. So say who who doesn't want to have superpowers? It's that Marvel, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, to me, it's those intangible things. Like there's a, a friend of mine that owns a restaurant. Her name's Ari. Her thing is when she, if she would meet you and I had introduced you, she would hug you. Okay, but she's one of those people that holds you for like, I think it's I think I was told it's like 19 seconds because that's the amount of time the energy transfers and to watch somebody that doesn't know. They're like, oh, yeah, hi. And and they go, let go. Oh, oh, we're still. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. but then they relax. Right. There is my cousin. She has cerebral palsy. Um, You know, it was always hard to understand her and her walking and everything and everybody would feel bad for Mickey except Mickey because Mickey didn't think there was anything wrong with her. Mickey got her CDL. She's a school bus driver married. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know what? Mickey's got it right. Like like Mickey's living her best life and her superpower is just, she's just always happy, man. You know, just being Uh, Mickey, right? Yeah. Right. And it's just, it's just, you know, so I, it's not the superpowers. Oh, I, you know, I'm resilient or, you know, it's, it's those little things. Like I talk about in the book, there, there's a homeless guy. He's got a sign with a smile <laughs> and he gets, you, you'll be in traffic and you're stuck in your mind thinking about where you're going, where you you know, stuff, right. First world problems. And this guy's just got, and he, he catches you and it makes you stop and check in with yourself and, and you laugh. And I'm like, you know, that, that's an example to me, like a superpower that we need to tap in. What are those little things that we could do for other people to help ourselves and help them? Man. Love it, man. I love That's it. Awesome. Um, 
So yeah, to me, I love love to hear these things. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you, it, you have so much to offer, so much wisdom, uh, so much advice. We talked about before we started recording um, what's next for you, and we talked about your business mm -hmm. and podcast culture concepts. What's the basis of that? Now, what, what's what's that project about? So I knew the book was coming out. You know, I have success as a language. I've had that for years, but I really wanted to bring in my training in, the, you know, really talk about culture because when I go into work with companies, right, yeah. culture struggle, they don't see it as a priority. Uh, one thing to start to fix a culture in a company, unfortunately, is, you know, I, I get paid, they have me come in and go fix my people. It's like the parent bringing in the nanny, you know, fix this mess. <laughs> well, here's the raw truth. I need to fix you. Like you right. have to start developing the right skills and demonstrate that so you can instill the right mentality in your team. Right. Um, and it, that's sometimes right. an uphill battle. Right. But um, I knew I wanted to focus on bringing everything together to help people win and develop a culture in their personal and professional life. So I came up with culture concepts. Right. And really it's, you know, that's the next move launching that. And, the, and then I was like, a podcast would be fantastic in that I could bring in leaders and we could talk about like, you know, daily topics like, you know, I don't know, you know, whether it's guns or LGBTQ or whatever's going on nationally, you know, what's the thing now? Right. How does that apply? You know, what's, what, what's your take, your culture views on that in your business or, in your personal life or you know just kind of talking about you know culture using the word culture but you know getting into the nitty-gritty about tell me about your views and your ideals and your beliefs like you know hey let's right. just have a conversation about a variety mm. of different things you know maybe it's a personal piece a professional piece but um you know we're still kind of working through what that would look like but i just feel it would be a really great opportunity just to sit down with some people because as we mentioned you know, it seems like culture is the buzzword, right? And 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 I don't like buzzwords because I feel then you could also say it's a fad, and yeah. and I don't want the, the 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 sense of urgency or the importance of people now being aware about mental health and and mindfulness and, and developing a culture and and you know even HR is changing their their focus mm -hmm. from six years sure. ago, yeah. right? And yeah. and I don't want that to stop, and because now there's something new and shiny. Oh, this is the new thing, you know, like, what was it? Angela Duckworth, what, I don't know, 10 years ago, right? Grit. You know, I get it. Mm. It's resilience. Grit, I get it. It's, you know, but, and then you had people for a decade talking about, yeah, let's get gritty. I get the teaching and it's an amazing TED talk and, and her work, she's spot on, you know, but, it, you know, it kind of became this, this thing. Um, so I think culture is very important. I feel that if, if people, if you had a podcast where you brought people on and you talked about it in different concept or um, context and applied it in different areas, uh, I think nothing but good can come from that, you know? Yeah, it's an exciting concept. I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely be a subscriber to it. Um, oh, you guys got to come on now. Yeah, I would love to. I appreciate that. But it's. Well, you're a listener, Anthony, and, you know, yeah. you, you listen. And I know we're winding down here a little bit, Tom. Yeah. Um, it's you know, when when somebody asks you, and, and maybe you've been asked 
you know, you know, previously and, and, you know, what's next. And if you listen to, if you listen to what's going on, just, just have a, just tune your ear, ear into the voices that, that are speaking um, and really wanting to make that difference, wanting to contribute somehow. Um, sometimes I don't know, do you know, do we, do we kind of lose sight of, of civility and humanity? I, you know, it's, you know, how do we get back and back on course? Right. Well, you know, I, I, I kind of touched on I, a couple weeks back, uh, Anthony was, it was not Anthony Perez's finest moment. Okay. My girlfriend will test to that. You know, I'm human. And the thing was, you know, Hey, I'm the guy I can fix everything. Right. I know about self-awareness and, you know, even doctors are the worst patients. And I had a lot of stuff that I wasn't dealing with stress and just kind of just, and it just, you know, you, you, you put that stuff down, it's going to come out. And it usually doesn't come out when you want it or how you want it. Right. Um, and uh, I ended up, um, I was driving down the road to kind of fix the best that I created. And my car started spinning out of control. The, the roads were ice. And it oh. just was spinning. And I remember just kind of letting go of the hit wheel a little bit and took my foot off the gas. And I could clearly hear, man, you're not in control of your life. I am. Mm. I was spinning out of control the night before. And instead of just looking up and letting go, you know, I kind of punched it right and um to answer your question like what i realize is this if you're looking around in the world today especially pre and post pandemic we've gotten to a place where society is now okay with you saying hey i got a little stress like i'm going through something i need to talk with somebody they're valuing mental health and hey you know what you don't need to be alone right <clears throat> my point is that we know now that it's very important that we look inward. Okay. You gotta look inward. What's really going on and have a conversation with yourself. Right. And it's important that you look outward, find resources, find support, talk with somebody. But what I'm finding is people are looking inward. They're looking outward, but you know what, you know what? We're not looking upward. We're not looking upward. More and more people are getting, you know, disconnected with their faith, whatever they look like, whatever the universe, whatever you, whatever makes it work for you. Um, I just see that that's, that's a challenge these days, you know, and we, and, and like you were saying, we get guilty. We, we look in, okay, this is what's wrong. I'm going to find something out there to fix it. You know, I, I got humbled. I got forgiven and I got built back up. And right. now I know that my book and the work that I'm doing is really also to share that story, to glorify the people. You know, hey, you know, if you feel lost, yeah, you should talk to somebody. You should you should look for resources and let people know what's going on. But not for nothing, as you said, Tim. Yeah, you might want to pick up the good book every once in a while and just kind yeah. of get down on a knee and say, hey, just want to check in, man. Kind of yep. lost. Could you could you just kind of give me some guidance? Um, that's right. You know, I don't know. I, I couldn't, uh, sum up this whole podcast any better. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it right there. 
<laughs> well said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. This is good stuff. And and yeah, that's just awesome. What you say it. resonates and it does. Really appreciate yeah. the work that you're doing. And it's um I, I think it's phenomenal. It's um have a you have a good handle, you know. <laughs> a basketball player, you got a good handle. It's Appreciate that. Love it, man. It's good stuff. It really is. Well, I appreciate you guys. I think this platform is yeah. well is is needed. I think it's going to be fantastic. I, I like the concept, and you yeah. can really take it anywhere. You know, in all aspects of success and what it looks like. And I, I, I look forward to uh, watching watching. You know, becoming. Uh, an avid listener and seeing all the guests and conversations that you have. I appreciate We're it. working at it. Okay. <laughs> Likewise. Right back at you. Right, thank you so much for your time. Best of yeah. luck with all your future endeavors. And we'll have to have you on again um, down the road here. Oh, I would love it. And I'll, uh, once I get up and running, you know, I, I want to extend the, the invitation to you as well. Yes, sir. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You guys, uh, uh, you take care, and I'll see you in the new year. All right. Sounds good. Same here. Right. Take care. Bye. Okay. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's interview. Every week, we release two new episodes. Remember to follow Success Unlimited's podcast wherever you listen. Thanks again for listening in. Mm-hmm.